Uh, no, are you perfect. serious? Are yes. you kidding me? It, right it didn't when you cut started. out. It didn't cut out on <laughs> my mean, end. Okay. It's still recording. That's a Zoom thing. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. Welcome to Church Jams Now, the podcast where three former youth group kids and current music nerds deep dive into Christian music from the 90s and 2000s. I, of course, am your co-host, Kylan Savage, and with me, as always, is Mr. TJ Smith. Bonjour. Ooh, fancy. And our beautiful mm. producer, Josh Olson. Hola. Guys, stop. Hush. We have a guest this week. Who? Who is it? I am. <laughs> this has been happening to me all week, man. I keep, I'm having interactions with my wife and I apparently just freeze because I keep trying to think of something <laughs> witty to say and my whole just like interface just like reboots. Shut <laughs> and so down. I'll end up just standing there just staring. I was trying to think of something <laughs> witty. Guys, we have Eric McClanahan, uh, AKA I never glow on Twitter. <laughs> Woo-woo. Coming to talk to us. Eric, how you doing today, man? I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty good. I, I like that we're all kind of pretending like we haven't been talking for 15 minutes. <laughs> I like it's it, always, too. It's, it's fun. all those weird little eccentricities of like podcast etiquette are always fascinating yes. I, to me. I do want to ask, though, are, is your handle on Twitter I never glow or in never glow? It's actually in Everglow. Okay. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, <laughs> I Every time I've read it, I've just thought it was I'd never glow, but uh, it makes more sense that. to be I in I should Everglow. have capitalized the E, but you uh, I should have. It made me think of May the first time I saw it, so I was like, that's what it is. Yep. That's where it came from. That's yep. what I thought originally, too, but well, I just, I messed it up, so I just, I'm just done, I guess. <laughs> I'm unqualified. Yeah, do you quit? To fi- I quit this interview. I quit the podcast. You guys can go on without me. I kind of like I never glow though, so I'm I'm cool with it. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's your alter ego. Whenever whenever yeah. you're feeling a little more curmudgeonly, like on those <laughs> cranky days, you can be I never glow. Yep, I can do that. <laughs> Kylan, what's happening tonight? This, yeah, yeah we so we're doing something different. I'm uh, I'm always fascinated and always get a little nervous and sweaty when we try something that's uh, different than our normal format. We decided we thought it would be super cool to bring Eric on because he was the co-creator of the CCM Tournament 2023 on Twitter, which is like kind of blown up. Yeah. Uh, And you're doing the Smash Hits Tournament right now. And so I just wanted to bring you on, Eric, and kind of talk about uh, sort of the genesis of that. But before we get to that, I would love to know sort of your history with uh, Christian music from the 90s and 2000s. Did you grow up specifically listening to Christian music? Did it kind of come to you later? Give me your origin story. So I grew up um, independent fundamental Baptist. So anything with drums and electric guitar and all that was the devil's music. Right. (laughs) So um, I kind of became a bit of a rebel at some point and started a... looking for the K-Love type stations on my radio and getting real edgy. Edgy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, started listening to that, which uh, grew into, you know, just the... It started with, like, For Him, who was probably... Them and Boys to Men were my first real favorite bands. And <laughs> Very so, cool. Uh, yeah, and then from For Him, you know, got into... DC Talk and Jars of Clay, and then into Seven Day Jesus and All Star United, and the little bit less mainstream bands. Then into the, you know metalcore and post hardcore and Heck yeah. all that, and my tastes have just kind of been all over the map. And uh, as far as Christian music goes, and 
somewhat even as far as non-christian music goes did you get into any trouble of like your parents found a for him cd and they're like what are you listening to <laughs> There's uh my mom would not let me buy the jesus freak cd single because i guess jesus and freak should not be in the same sentence or something <laughs> ah yeah sure yeah. i remember that and, discourse and uh <laughs> a couple of my friends they were brothers their mom said that I was a bad influence for bringing POD, POD CD into their <laughs> oh, house. Dang. Oh, dang. Interesting. Man, oh, man. Yeah. You, she, like, uh, called your okay. mom up, and then your mom had to, like, sit down and have a talk with you. <laughs> oh, God. I had to a bad influence. Yeah. Bad yeah. influence wow. for POD, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so to play our CJ and bingo game, I have to ask, where did you buy said POD CD? Was it a family Christian bookstore? It was Target, was it actually. Mardell's Target. Okay, Target. we haven't had a Target yeah. yet. Wow, that's a first. <laughs> that makes sense. I guess uh, I wanted the unedited cover of Fundamental <laughs> Elements of Southtown, so yeah, had to hit up the there Target. You go. Yep. That's so great. They didn't just have a sticker over the front of the case or something like that? No. <laughs> the the, uh, the family Christian family store Christian. had, well, they had like a black background going around the actual logo in the middle of of south the southtown album i guess there's some things in the background of it that i don't really? know have some know kind that. of meaning yeah oh wow i feel like i had heard about that like i feel like you're saying that and it's reminding me of like hearing about like oh this cover is like controversial like when my buddy's like having it or something but yeah and i was <laughs> analyzing it the other day i i i'm missing something i don't see what's so <laughs> controversial but anyways that's so great. I haven't I haven't heard uh, for him as a uh, a major group on anyone we've talked to yet. So that's, that's true. That's yeah. interesting. This that's weird because we were just making for him jokes like yesterday, right, guys? <laughs> like in our group chat. Yep. I love for him. The message that that album wore that thing out. Well, nice. I, we'll have to we'll have to have you back whenever we uh, whenever we cover that album. Yeah, sure. yeah it seems well, like we got I, our guests figured out for that. Well, it <laughs> seems like from what you're posting about on Twitter, like you're v- very much like, I don't know, like in all sides of like the CCM camp, like you're pretty well balanced in all of it to whereas like all of us, like, and I think we grew up a little bit on like later in like the early two thousands when under oath was big and whatnot. So like we know about those bands and like we listened to like DC talk and news Boys when we were kids, but then like we like fell in, we got into like the newer side of things and we're not super familiar with the CCM, but you seem to be pretty much like, pretty well familiar with like both sides of like the rock like the underground christian side and then like this the ccm radio stuff right yeah i think so um we had ichthus music festival uh every year just down the road from me and i would go to that every year and i would go from the heavy stage to the uh, main stage and hit some of the indie stages and yeah i like i liked it all you know i had at some points i was more into kind of one thing than the other it took me it took me a few years to get into the to the metal and hardcore solid state records type stuff, right. but uh, I, I I took that uh, jump into CCM pretty fast and kept moving with it pretty you know at a good rate. And you it's found up with you too, though of like still keeping the CCM in your rotation as you got into the heavier stuff too. Yeah, um, I mean Jars of Clay, they're one. They've been one that I've has been a regular part of my listening rotation since 1995, however long that is now. <laughs> That's nice. Great. So this is your opportunity to tell us how, how wrong we were <laughs> on our uh, Jars of Clay self-time. Yes. Which, so uh, for yeah. li- we were going to have Josh Baylog on 
as well. And I know on Twitter he's had there's some points of contention between our <laughs> final verdict of the Jars of Clay record because yeah, we, and that's we great. We wel- we welcome it <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'll say so. it's it's fallen down my rankings over the years. Much afraid. Mm-hmm has been my favorite of theirs ever since it came out. And hmm. I think it's aging pretty well. The debut album, I agree with a lot of y'all's points. I still, I, I would still say it's a bop, but <laughs> right. That's cool. but, uh, stand yeah, by I, it, I can see some of, I can see some of the, the critiques. It's so funny. For I sure. guess Cortland coffee and I are still the only two. If I left the zoo stands, <laughs> <laughs> I, that's okay. <laughs> I, I love that album. I would put it, I mean, that three album run from self-titled to Much Afraid to Follow the Zeus is probably one of my favorite seven or eight three album runs, nice. you know, ever. That's great. Something that, that is why I think, uh, you know, this is just a theory on my part, but why I think that we've sort of connected on Twitter is you seem like a real album guy, like mm-hmm. kind of the same way that we're like album guys you know what i mean yeah. like you seem to be pretty thoughtful about like digging into discographies and like full records and like really thinking about records as a whole and i'm just realizing now that i don't have a question i was just saying i think that's cool <laughs> uh, i uh i am but i'm i feel like i'm simultaneously a singles guy because hmm. you're a little of both yeah, I get into like doing favorite songs lists, favorite, right. you know, 25 mm. favorite songs by this artist. Yeah, you've got a lot of those on your time. website, on your blog and stuff. Yeah, a lot of yeah I was going to try to take over this episode and just be like, we brought you on to talk about the CCM tournament, but really <laughs> we're just going to talk about your top 100 Starflyer songs. That's <laughs> what I want to talk there about. There it is. Josh, Josh hijacking only, Josh the episode. only ever wants to talk about Starflyer. Like, that's <laughs> literally all that. he ever wants to talk about. <laughs> Great band. Every artist mentioned Starflyer and like how much they love. And like Troy mentioned like how cool it was like getting to work with Starflyer because he was such a big fan. So I was like, Everyone, no matter who your favorite artist is, they're a Starflyer fan, most mm-hmm. most likely. Like, yeah, so good. It's a band's band. Yeah. It's a band's, band's band, band, man. I'm trying to make it at everyone's band, though. That's what I'm trying to it do with this be. show. I know. You've been trying with me. I hey, I've been getting into Starflyer lately because of you, Josh. So, oh, cool. I I was late getting into them too, for what it's worth. I I think it was like it was mid 2000s. I think before I really realized that they're a great band. <laughs> You looked up one day and you're like, there are 12 albums already. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on all my tooth and nail samplers and it's like I never really gave them a good shot or, or right. something. And yeah. I know. Well, Again. for me, like it, it took me until like an embarrassingly late point in my life to realize that Starflyer 59 was not the same as KJ52. Oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was that five in there, man. The oh, five. The five just, like, messed me up. I mean, between that and Project 86. <laughs> Project like, 86, There's just yeah. something with, And like, maybe Stellar Cart in there, too. There's something. Number. It's all. Yeah, I know. I know. It's embarrassing. And Building 429, just all <laughs> yeah. these. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Pax Like, yeah, there there's go. just too much, like, too many random words and numbers, guys. Let's <laughs> let's dial it back. Nineties, two thousand CCM. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. I want to transition a little bit into the CCM tournament, but kind of like Josh was was getting at before we started recording. I don't want to like. I don't know. I we don't want to hit on the on the same things that like every other podcast has been 
doing. So if there's something that you're just like, I already talked about this on this podcast, just bring it up and we'll we'll and plug and plug that one. Yeah, yeah, plug it exactly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because isn't there isn't there like a whole podcast now like just about it, there like that is. started that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Can you clarify that for me? Because were you you're like not involved in that, right? I had no idea it was going on <laughs> until That's so funny. I got on Spotify and searched CCM tournament just to see if there were any episodes about it that I missed, and I came across a whole podcast series about it. <laughs> How many episodes That's... have they already done? They had done four. I they think when I found it. those out, yeah, wow. and then I'm I started the fifth episode today, and they were like, uh, "Shout out to Eric McClanahan and Josh Baylock who listen to us now." <laughs> <laughs> what a weird that's world! So funny. Why wouldn't the they internet. just like ask you to? That's so funny. I, mean, I was wondering that too. I don't know. <laughs> but I get it. When we started our podcast, we were super anxious about like we think everyone's a celebrity until we talk to them but but there's two of them are radio hosts so like it's a very <laughs> it's a very well done podcast like that's so I, I didn't know what to expect but it's right it's top notch that's nice. so funny that's so funny well, well we had like that, exi- that that exists that's so yeah. i was telling kind of i kind of had like a twitter poll idea too like as a spinoff of not a spinoff but like kind of somewhat inspired from yours but i'm like do I need to, like text like reach out to Eric and be like, hey, is it okay if I like start doing a Twitter poll? Like, yeah, you Eric, you've become Christian the music? like you're the, the de facto like CCM <laughs> poll guy. Yeah, you're like yeah. the CCM Thunderdome master. Well, Twitter's <laughs> gonna ruin that for me. So yeah, I know, I know, they're gonna get rid of everything. But so okay, first off, uh, how long you been on Twitter? Two thousand nine, I think I started. And um, my sole purpose of being on Twitter was to tweet to uh, college basketball recruits and tell them they should come to Kentucky. <laughs> that was great. Did you win anyone over? Nice. I, I don't believe I did. Um, <laughs> it was worth a shot. <laughs> so, yeah, so I deleted that account a couple of years later and started over. And, uh, That's so funny. Yeah, and have almost no care for Kentucky basketball anymore. <laughs> Hey, I you think moved you on to a better passion. The majority of people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ouch. There goes all our Sorry, I wasn't trying Kentucky. to be mean. I wasn't trying to be mean. I was trying to. I was trying to be no. funny. Uh, no. I guess. Yeah. Uh, tell me about like the genesis of of the CCM tournament because I feel like right before you did it is when like so I feel like we kind of connected like uh, like right before that that kind of started. So I want to know um, how'd you kind of like get the idea to start doing it. How did you and Josh kind of come up with the the seating and 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 what made you want to do it? I had had a few tweets about nineties and two thousand CCM kind of take off on Twitter and get you know a lot of engagement and views and everything, and I'd gained a good amount of followers who were specifically interested in that. Uh, somebody named Dave Berggren tweeted me and said, you should do a March Madness CCM tournament. And I was like, hmm, that's a that's a <laughs> cool idea. And Leah Payne, who is like a, a CCM guru, yeah, said, uh, said, yeah, you should go for it. And so, you know, her having my back and him suggesting it and all that, I was like, okay, you know, let's do Why it. Why not? Yeah. 
And uh, Josh saw that, Josh Baylog, and he sent me a message and said, I was, you know, thinking of trying to get the Jesus Freak Hideout guys to do some kind of tournament. And I think what he had in mind was a, a 2003 albums tournament. And oh, they, yeah. did, mm. they did end up mm-hmm. doing that. But um, I guess he had a list of artists and things like that from the era and he sent me a message give you know give me some of his info and stuff like that on hmm. info he had on uh artists from the time that should yeah. he thought should be in and um within like uh 30 minutes of me saying well you can help you can help you know if you want since it doesn't <laughs> look like this is going to work out for what you were hoping for and yeah. within you know 30 45 minutes he had sent me a a seated list of 64 artists that should be wow. <laughs> should be in it. That's Respect. impressive, man. Maybe there's something about guys named Josh because that's like a real Josh Olson move. It is. A, that's yeah, like, yeah. familiar. Everyone needs a Josh if you're doing. Everyone needs a Josh. That's true. Everyone needs a Josh. This is our shameless you know. attempt to get Josh on the podcast. So yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Josh will come on eventually. Yeah, we'd love it. So okay, so then he sent you this list. All right, so mm. what 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 happens next? Um, I tried not to look at it too hard and I said, well, uh-huh. let me, uh, you know, come up with my own list and we'll see right. where kind of compare. You know, yeah. Compare. And I went home and started to do that after work that day and looked at our lists and we had, you know, maybe, maybe eight that were not matches. And oh, wow. since it was kind of my thing, I guess I kind of went with my, uh, my choices on those. Right. What were some that didn't line up out of curiosity? Are there any that uh, you can think of? He, yeah, he had, he had becoming the archetype in the middle mm. rock region and Zayo were not in. So I swapped Zayo in for becoming the archetype. There, there were a few more. I can't think of off the top of my head. That's crazy yeah, that it was only eight though. Swap. Yeah, I know. That, that's, that's <laughs> an estimate. It wasn't a whole, it wasn't right. a whole lot. Yeah. That's that's nice and like affirming when you're like, oh, okay, good, we're on the same page with this. Like, yeah, there's only a few well, differences. We're both, you know, kind of students of CCM. Did you y'all know? go in having? Because like, I thought it was cool that you had kind of like the four corners, like the categories. Like, did you talk about that with him, or were y'all kind of already on that same page? That was all Josh when he sent me his seated list before I even had time to really think about things. He already had that, and I was like, hmm. okay, that's pretty cool. Nice. And yeah, we went with that. Do you know how, how did he pick, like, how did he seed everything? Is there like, like, what was the process behind that? You know, I, I take that back. He didn't already have everybody seated, but he had them numbered, you know, numbered. one through 16 okay. of each mm. of them. And, um, I suggest we divide up the regions for seeding. I did, uh, I did the rock alt metal because I feel like that's more my specialty than him. And I did youth group. And then he did CCM radio in the pioneers region. I, I think I went exactly with his seating choices on those. I didn't change any of the seating choices. So. Wow. So cool. what was, what was the process behind? Like what, what did you take into consideration on yours on uh, how you did that? I'm a, I'm a pretty big stats guy. So like I looked at Spotify, you know, plays you and I have a general knowledge of, you know, album certifications and things like that. Just, I don't know. I go through spells where I just search every artist I can think of in the RIAA database to see who's gold and platinum. Um, 
Man, I use that all the time for the show. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I've I've had that tab open for several weeks now doing, doing, a, doing a dive into it. So that and then just uh, knowing from my recent CCM tweets, kind of that like me just without kind of what's you are engagement. And yeah. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. Like me without you are a bigger hit with my fan or with my followers than like number of fans who bought bought their album would be compared, right. you know to dc talk or something like that yeah well mm-hmm. so that's that's been that was sort of the the most interesting thing to me about the turn like as the tournament kind of progressed was kind of seeing who had like a very online fan base you know because mm-hmm. i feel like there are some be, between that one and then the new one that, that you're doing too there seems to be this like excuse me there seems to be this there are some like very vocal fan bases that are like very online that kind yeah. of come through for some bands and in, in ways that like you wouldn't expect, but uh, that's sort of the nature of Twitter in general. You know what I mean? I, I want to know what were some of your, what were some of your favorite moments? Like some of your favorite matchups that like maybe didn't go the way that you expected. And then also the inverse of that, of like, what were, what were so, what what were was there anything that, that was hurt? like, devastating to you personally i'm just One, curious in the first round I, i'll say that he had norma jean and me without you seated against each other and i was like i know i have to vote for me without you but it pains me not to vote for norma jean in the yeah. first round right. too That's <laughs> tough, well, if i had thought about what seeds actually matched up before i was actually typing the artists into the bracket mm-hmm. uh, that probably wouldn't have happened. I was more concerned with getting that actual seating right and worried about who was matching, matching up in the first round. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that was, that was my bad on that. <laughs> <laughs> hey jammers. I always feel weird calling saying jammers. Right. It's the best because we don't, we don't do it consistently enough. We only do it whenever it deserves to be overused. That's true. All right. Hey, jammers. Thanks for taking time out of your podcast listening experience to join us here in Adland, where we're going to talk about Clyde Records. ClydeRecords.com, in fact, is the, the URL that you would want to go to to experience everything that Clyde Records has to offer. And it is amazing. What do they, what do they have? They got... All kinds of music that you would want. CDs, vinyl, music that we cover on the show, that a lot of artists that you'll hear here. And then also just other artists is not limited to that. So you can pick up something that you're hearing us talk about on the show and then something else, you know, that just came out from a big time artist. They got anything that you want, really. YouTube. YouTube. They got that new, yeah, Songs of Surrender, that big old box set. They got that. So, and the cool thing is that they've got big releases, but they've also got some like pretty niche stuff in there that like... It's hard to find, especially mm-hmm. if you're looking at CDs. I've picked up a few rare CDs from Collide, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. So they got some good stuff on there to find. Stuff that you can't really find in print anymore. That's the coolest thing. You know, for all of you haters out there saying that we sold out, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said that, Kylan. Everyone's saying movie? that about us these days. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> Listeners, he just waved his finger. He wagged his finger at us. This is legitimately staying in the please, please for sure. Please um, yeah, no, we love Collide Records, man, because like, yeah, the inventory that they have is just astounding uh, for music nerds like ourselves. And 
for our listeners, if you find something that you really like on CollideRecords.com, at checkout, if you type in Church Jams Now in the promo code section, you get 20% off. That's so good. Your first purchase, yeah. You get 20% off your first purchase, which is just I think we rad. can all confirm that it does work. Yes, yeah. yes. We've all confirmed that it works, which is Very so cool. cool. Yeah, uh, I love being able to partner with Collide Records. I'm going to say it one more time, and then we'll get back to the show. Visit colliderecords.com. And if you find something that you really love when you're checking out in the promo code section, type in Church Jams now for 20% off your first purchase. Sweet, sweet savings. Uh-uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh. That was good. <laughs> what was the question? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, what, like, what What were some of your most unexpected moments? Like, like bands that, that like pulled through in a matchup that you didn't expect? It's a two-part question. What were some of those moments that you really personally enjoyed and the ones that hurt? The surprise, the, the biggest surprise to me, I guess, would have been Cademan's Calls of the 15 beating Hillsong United. The, yeah, the worship, that's crazy. The worship artists just didn't do real well in this. and Yeah. Um, which was which was kind of surprising. Um, I really liked seeing Rich Mullins, you know, get as, get as far as he did. Oh so, yeah, because I yeah, was. I remember you. I saw some people tweeting about like how he was like, kind of like going viral again, and like that was cool to see. Like, yeah, he was trending yeah, on Twitter. Talking about was yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, and still lost to five iron. Still lost to five iron. Even well, though I, Reese my, Roper plead. I know my favorite thing was that <laughs> Rich. <laughs> five iron frenzy was just like we don't deserve this please vote for Rich. <laughs> yeah, Go one, one of the ones that hurt was. Uh, Blindside losing to Striper. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. I missed that part, and I am now so sad. I am so sad right now in this moment. I gotta go, guys. Yeah. I gotta go. Yeah. I had Striper seated ahead of Blindside because that felt like the right thing, but I didn't think right. that would actually be how things wow. played out. Oof. I was very wrong and very sad. <laughs> that is surprising to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Because I would definitely think that Blindside would have a more active online present fan base than For sure. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like Blindside's just been getting screwed left and right, like, <laughs> since they started. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they've always gotten the short end of the stick, whether with, like, record deals or, And yet you know, they persevered. What... Exactly. <laughs> and we're all so much better for it. Exactly. Do yeah, we know if Christian Linskog knows how the bracket turned out? Do we know? I, I never heard he anything from. I never heard anything from from Christian on it. Okay. Yes, um, I, I don't Man, know. Maybe we got to get that hot take. That's my that's he's my just, goal yeah. for next year, y'all. <laughs> he's somewhere in Sweden, just yeah. trying to survive the winter. You know, just like, yeah. <laughs> best of luck. <laughs> almost almost summertime, guys. <laughs> he's just he's trying a, to not. He's an Instagram. He's an Instagram user. Uh, so. uh, okay. okay. Yeah. I'll get at him. I'll slide into those DMs. Swedish DMs. Swedish DMs. That's there we go. I got the tagline for the episode. Yeah, you you it seemed like you were being pretty neutral for the most part. You weren't. You were doing a good job of not swaying anyone. Was there like you mentioned Blindside? Were there other bands that you were like secretly pulling for? Like, come on. I try. I did not fill out my own predictions or you know my hopes. Of a bracket because I didn't want to have any kind of you didn't want to swear anyone. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, I didn't want to have any any bias. Um, 
That's very admirable. It is. I just it have is. to say, like, Respect, I don't think I could resist that temptation. <laughs> no, it's got to be hard definitely. being commissioner, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Well, in, in the smash hit tournament going on right now, I had to put out a tweet yesterday saying about how happy I was that drawing black lines reached the Sweet 16 yeah. and that, that falling up beat Mercy Me. So I, I, I have to keep all that in check until, until, until after. they're yeah. eliminated. Yeah. And um, then you can indulge a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, I would have liked to have seen Living Sacrifice beat Under Oath. I love Under Oath, but Living Sacrifice is my favorite heavy band in the world. Mm. Mm. Project 86 and Anne Berlin was probably the toughest matchup for me. Those are both top 10 bands for me. Mm. I think I tweeted or I texted Josh about that when that matchup came out. Oh, yeah, because you would text me when it was like, when there were like really difficult ones and you're like, what did you vote for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Josh, Josh, I just texted throughout the whole thing because like, yeah, I, I feel similar. I was never a big project 86 fan. I was always like way more of an Amberlin fan, but I, I was trying to take this pretty objectively too, of like, not just the albums that I have most nostalgia for, but like thinking of longevity. And whereas like, I don't love the newer Amberlin stuff and, the Project 86 stuff started at a low bar for me, but it's like always kind of constantly been like pretty consistent output. So, um, yep. yeah, because you have to like weigh like their whole catalog and you're like, well, where do you put it? And like influence and what they did for the scene kind of stuff. Right. I feel like and there's obviously different ways you could take it. You could just vote for your favorites. But Kyle and I were like kind of like voting for like what is like a band that we want to vote for, but also taking into effect what they've done for the scene collectively and how good their overall catalog is. So except yeah. for the, the travesty that was NF beating out Larry Norman. Oh, but oh yeah. That, that just, we just have on this show, we just have such an affinity for Larry Norman. Yeah. Oh, we got a soft great. spot for Larry. And I'm I just love, such an old man. I'd never heard of NF, but uh, I love NF too, but yeah, he shouldn't have beat Larry Norman. Uh, <laughs> NF fans second to only Five Iron Frenzy in their uh, devotion to seeing their artist win. For real, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the yeah, that takes us to <laughs> the fact uh, for listeners of ours that weren't aware of how of how this went. Five Iron Frenzy won. They swept it, which is is pretty crazy. And I love the fact. Did uh, I love that uh, Reese had a trophy made for himself yeah he that. did not he did not actually have that made for himself i had it made and sent it to him you made uh, it oh that's so cool well that's I what don't i don't know i, thought you I don't know it. if the person who runs the twitter i was i was actually talking with fans in their in the i hate five iron frenzy facebook group today about it because yeah i thought it was kind of weird that that they said reese made it so i don't know if whoever runs the twitter account okay that is weird well i'm glad we cleared that up i'm glad yeah. that, that's cool that you made that that's that's pretty sweet. That that's actually, the thing about the internet. It's dangerous when you make jokes and then people actually take it as yeah. reality. And it's like that could reflect weirdly, especially on somebody like Reese, where he would like never do that. <laughs> right. Also, at the same time, I can see Reese doing that, though. I mean, if he yeah. did, it would be as a total joke. Oh, yeah, for sure. But <laughs> that's but, that's really sweet. I love that you did that. <laughs> Thanks. Did you do it for every all 48 members of Five Iron Frenzy? I just, did, I just did the one trophy they can uh so cut they it, can share it up in the yeah. yeah they can mail it to each other throughout the year yeah, yeah. there you go <laughs> yeah i was i was pretty surprised that uh that five iron 
one. And as you know, as as I posted on Twitter at this point, I think Five Iron Frenzy is is weirdly the most covered band on our show. It's true. And I don't think any of us are like huge Five Iron Frenzy fans. I don't know how that. I think, I think it just I'm the kind biggest of, Five Iron fan of the three of us. I think, I think so. You are. Yeah, but I just yeah, I just I, I I was fascinated by that. But it was really cool to see. Like I just thought it was really cool that you created this thing just for fun, and it's really become like I don't know. I I've just like as someone that has been on Twitter also for like twelve years or something. I go through these phases where I'm just like, oh, everything on Twitter just like sucks. Like I don't want to use it, but I've noticed a real sort of resurgence in conversation about CCM and just Christian music in general, that a, a lot of it seems to have stemmed from this thing that you're doing, uh, which is really cool. So I guess I'm, I'm curious, how do you feel about that? About like, do you feel a, a sense of ownership about like creating a sort of community online or like how do you feel about it i do kind of feel that way i don't know if it's um it's misplaced or not but i kind of feel like um there is a new kind of excitement or uh mm. or just a very nostalgic moment for people where they're getting getting back into to these old albums or some artists that are still going and uh it's yeah i mean it's been cool to see yeah it's exciting to me to, to see it as an opportunity for people to connect with others that they might not have connected with at all because you've kind of created this groundswell and this like hub of conversation around something that a lot of us, myself included, have kind of like moved on from maybe. Like I'll just, I'll yeah. say that. Like I've like, I like shifted for a while and was only listening to like primarily secular music and I was kind of like, off in the weeds of that world and I still love it. But uh, to have somebody lean into this culture of music so like intentionally and to give all these other people a reason and an opportunity to connect over this stuff is like, I think it's really special, you know, like it's exciting. Yeah. It feels, it feels like a special thing. Um, On a personal level, I feel like all my, years of spending every free dollar on CDs and um, going to off. every show and festival. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, this actually was not just for my own enjoyment that I can <laughs> share that with other people and help fuel their love of it. It, I mean, it's, it's been really cool. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's, you know, if I'm being completely honest, like that's sort of like what we're going for on our show. And I would be lying if, if I, didn't say that a little bit of having you come on to talk about it was like, we just kind of want to be friends with people that want to talk about Christian music from <laughs> yeah. the nineties and two thousands. Yeah, like, it's just super exactly. cool. Like it, it's cool to, to talk to people about specifically this kind of music that we uh, grew up with. And, and like TJ said, like a lot of people maybe have like moved on or like not thought about some of these things for mm-hmm. a long time. And to, to be able to connect to people that are still like, actively engaging with it is just like super cool. And so, yeah. uh, yeah, I think we just personally really appreciate, uh, what you've been doing on well, on Twitter with the uh, tournaments and stuff. So thanks. I feel like we're kindred spirits on this. Yes. Yeah. Ex- 100%. Uh, exactly. 100%. Like, 
Like if we were not all in four different time zones, I would just like to buy all you guys a beer and talk about talk about Larry Norman. Yeah, that yeah. would that would be awesome. Maybe one of these days we can yeah. uh, arrange a big uh, CCM Twitter meetup somewhere. Dude, or something. That'd yeah, be so that'd be really cool. That would be so rad. Honestly, like it's one of those things. Like if this keeps going and like at the current pace and rate that you're going with with things on Twitter, like honestly, I feel like something like that could happen at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that so. for sure. We could awesome. do a cruise. That's like the thing that everyone That's does it. now. Like all the podcasts and stuff. There's like a there's like a D and D cruise that happens cruise? every year. <laughs> there wow. there are podcast cruises, dude. That's crazy. They're That's like a real crazy. thing. <laughs> I had no clue. We could do a we could do a, could do a C, an online CCM <laughs> cruise meetup. That, that, yeah, that might uh that might hurt the people who were hoping for the full dc talk tour and only got a got a cruise out of it. right so, yeah so yeah that might, that, that might cause some trauma for for the big uh, dc probably, talk fans probably that's so funny i have some like yeah technical kind of cool yeah yeah I, so i think that was yeah let's do it of course josh has some technical questions josh I mean, always surprise, has technical surprise. questions i like to know how things work i know and tj is probably a very philosophical question let's go let's do it let's hit it tj well, you first uh yeah we'll see if that's right i don't know i kind of forgot it okay oh, no, we'll wait, come back no, to you no oh, no, no i got it what so you've got the smash hit uh competition going on um what mm. do you anticipate doing next if you see continued engagement continued groundswell it's exciting people are like really connecting um where would you like to take this and answer that however you like as as macro or micro as long-term or short-term as you can conceive of or want to share. Um, but I'm just excited for you and I want to know what's, what's next, you know? Yeah. I definitely plan to do the, the big CCM tournament every year since people yes. seem to really enjoy that. Yeah, awesome. um, I'll, I'll make some tweaks to it every year. Um, the artists who got blown out, this year will probably be replaced with some you can have like a losers bracket (laughs) no they'll probably just they'll probably just not be in it this year and some of the ones that people requested and got angry with me about not being in this one will will be in in the next one um for my own curiosity i'm very interested in doing at least one or two more tournaments but i'll have to take it i'll have to take the polls to my actual website since Twitter is doing where only people with blue checks can vote in polls. Right. Starting on. Oh, you know, starting I, I thought weeks. it was just people that could have polls. Cause I was like, we obviously just have to all pitch in to get you a blue check mark, but it's only for people <laughs> well, that can vote too. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's absurd. Makes no sense. But, um, Twitter, but yeah, I found out. Yeah. I found out that on WordPress that you can host, uh, polls on there and stuff. And that's where my, my website's through so man you're nice. gonna crash wordpress um, next, yeah. next month let's go i don't i don't know about that but um <laughs> yeah <laughs> i also thought about i don't know how this would work um just uh turning off comments maybe on a post and just having like two album options where you can click like on either one and just to oh, keep it on twitter yeah. or you mm-hmm. could click both if you really like both which is a little different from from how yeah. actual polls work, right? Um, I may, <laughs> it's a good I may, workaround. I may, yeah, I may tinker with that. I just, I feel like taking it away from Twitter will um, kind of ruin, I guess, the 
concentrated, ex, you know, excitement and kind of. Well, and I think it's potential to reach new people too for people that aren't aware of yeah. it now. Like for then they see their band tweet about it and they're like, oh, now this is new to me. Yeah. So. Right. It just seems like people right now at least are really excited about CCM and CCM adjacent stuff. So yeah. as long as people are into it, I'll probably keep, you know, 90% of my tweets about that. I feel like I've got a lot, lot to say and a lot of you do curiosities of my own to work out, you know, that from other people's uh, comments and, and whatnot. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll keep that going as long as, as long as people are into it, probably. That's great. I think it's important to have those people that like are comfortable with having their internal dialogue or their curiosity with music and their exploration with music in public kind of like to create a discourse and to allow people to join in the conversation just out of their own curiosity and their own like inner monologue almost like I think that's a really special thing to do so I'm I'm here for it man keep it up keep doing it (laughs) awesome I I appreciate that thanks yeah I'm just curious because like so we've been trying to like step up our Twitter game recently and it's improved a lot thanks to you Eric but like so just like working at like trying to run social media for just our little podcast and we don't have like just like a, a small sliver compared to like what you're doing. I'm, I'm just curious on like what the workload is like for you for like one, just like thinking of like tweets, just like, is that just like your brain always going? And then just like organizing that, getting everything like typed out and then keeping up and you like do a great job of like responding to almost like each and every single thing, which I'm like, that is so much dedication right there. Like yeah. what does that look like for like, investment and just like how much you're putting like time wise and everything from the little that we do i'm like i'm like it's that's a very impressive level that he's putting in (laughs) uh the me responding to a lot and liking almost every tweet is me being a people pleaser and i'm gonna have to (laughs) get over that or i'm gonna crash to be honest yeah um it's it's a lot you know i work full time i have two kids and a wife and it's almost every Free second now is going to Twitter, and I'm going to have to figure out a have way you had to, to get like a second battery for your phone because your <laughs> phone is just always like Twitter notifications all day. It's yeah, it's I'm going to have to soon. It is it's dying a lot faster for sure. I bet. Um, I, I I don't want my mind to always be on Twitter when I'm right with other people and things like that and. It, it, it feels like a, a lot happened at once and I'm still trying to process, um, yeah, how to, how to sure. manage, how to manage my, you know, my offline life with, with it. And yeah, it's, it's taken a lot of, a lot of time. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty exhausted and going to have to, <laughs> going to have to do something about it. So don't yeah, we, you gotta take a break after, after the smash hits, you gotta, you gotta take a well-deserved Twitterless cruise. Yeah. And then uh, find a way to monetize the whole thing. And then hire a social media manager, and you might give Josh a call. And then you're just the idea yeah. guy. You're just like, yeah, put, exactly. Put this pull up. I got another one. Yeah, you're not, even, you're not even on it. You're just coming up with ideas. Yeah. So yeah. I just want to. Yeah. A lot of people have like. I think it's been a cool like seeing people reach out and like thinking you and Josh are like putting all this on. But yeah, I'm like mm. the amount of work that y'all are putting into this thing and all these polls is staggering. Cause Admirable. Yeah. I'm sure it's all. It can only be a ton and ton of work. Yeah, I appreciate that. It, I appreciate that. 
I don't know what else to say, man. I mean, we just we <laughs> we really appreciate it. We're glad you're you're we're glad you did it, man. It's just like it was a super Thanks. cool thing. And yeah. Yeah, we, you know, as as fellow music nerds, it's always fun when uh whether you know someone in in real life or you just meet them on Twitter and then they get retweeted by like DC Talk or like quote tweeted by <laughs> DC Talk. I'm like, that's pretty cool. <laughs> so <laughs> it's yeah. My favorite was definitely the Amy Grant thing just cuz it was, was so Grant. funny. Yeah. And what did she say? Well, the the story is it apparently there was a Facebook group of Amy Grant fans who don't know how to use Twitter. And <laughs> I guess there was a link posted. This is just my guess. I never figured out the source. Okay. A link posted to my poll and said, you know, probably vote for Amy or something like that. And I kept getting continuous comments just saying, Amy Grant, Amy Grant, Amy Grant. <laughs> That's the best. So right in ballot. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> So I tweeted and I said, I keep getting comments for Amy Grant. You have to actually vote in the poll. In the poll. I said, you have to click her name in the poll uh, oh. for your vote to count. And uh, Amy Grant put out a tweet a day or two later um, and they signed off team Amy. I was like, is that a, um, you know, a, a reference to, you know, being team Amy in the tournament? Because mm-hmm. so many artists have commented Right. By that point, or are they just saying, you know, this is, you know, Amy Grant's They're social media team. PR. So I like commented, that. I commented Amy Grant on her tweet. <laughs> 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 just to get a feel for, so for what was going on. Oh, and she man. replied back, Amy Grant, ha ha, in parentheses. <laughs> so, so I think, so I think she was, I think she's in on it. And that's that was, so good. that was the I highlight. Yeah. Incredible. That's so good. <laughs> All right, so for people that uh, have very, very short-term memories, uh, where can people find you online, Eric? Who maybe uh, people have maybe started Everglow. this episode. Okay. <laughs> at in Everglow on Twitter is where I'm most active, uh, or at I Never Glow. Uh, that'll <laughs> that'll get you there, the too. Maybe. In Everglow.com is uh kind of my blog site with a lot of lists and um that's really the only places that i'm i'm very active at least as far as ccm content i think if you keep this up we'll see you probably at the next dove awards oh yeah you're like presenting an award (laughs) to someone yes yeah like and from twitter (laughs) <laughs> you may have noticed oh the God. increased oh attendance we have at this Dove Award because of Eric's work on CCM Tournament. <laughs> Thank Twitter. you, Eric. That would be hilarious. And that, awesome. that, yeah, that's that, that's the end goal, right? Is to present a Dove Award. I mean, yep, why that, are we doing any yeah. of this? Bucket All list. of us are just doing yeah. this that's to hopefully why we present a Dove Award one day. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, cool. Well, we're not. We won't keep you too much longer. Um, I know it's it's a little bit later where you are, but um, I appreciate you taking the time to come and hang out with us and talk about this. Um, I know we kind of joked about about for him, but. I really do want you to to think pretty hard about uh, what album you'd want to cover when you inevitably come back on the show. Yeah, I already Maybe know so. it's the message. You know. That's my Ooh, the message. The message. Yeah. He's ready. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. All right. You heard it here uh, first, folks. Uh, we'll have it. to we'll have to talk to Mister Schedule himself. <laughs> <laughs> 
thing. Because <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure Josh has our podcast planned out through 2027. Yeah, at least. At least I'm so curious about all that y'all are going to be doing. I'm, Dude, we I'm got ex- some cool stuff coming up. Yeah, You're, it's we got we got a fun summer. We got a pretty fun summer coming up. So it's going to be lit, um, as the kids say. Okay, no one says that anymore. Old <laughs> you learned that from TikTok. I plug you guys. Yep, I plug you guys every chance I get. No, I know. I so I know, appreciate, we appreciate it. it. We appreciate I it. I love. Like, thank you. So rad. Yeah, yeah, like I said, it's just like it's just super cool to like actually be able to hang out with other music nerds yeah uh, i think that's gonna be it for us i think we're gonna wrap it up here if that's cool with everyone um so from all of us here at church gyms now may all your favorite bands stay together and peace out mom frayers peace out mom frayers